Hey y'all, this podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong adult language. So if you are under 18, be out. We discuss our experiences, thoughts, and tips on ethical non-monogamy from the perspective of a black married couple. We smart, but we not experts. So this show is for entertainment purposes only. So whether you're working out, driving, or listening to us on your home sound system, enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. This is the Bomber and the Bell. This is episode 76, where we mainly talk about just some shit we just want to leave in 2022 and then some other random shit. Okay. I think that's where we want to focus this episode on because last time we talked about the best parts of 2022. But yo, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Yo, I'm feeling good about this year. Me too. You know, one of the first things that that happened that I feel good about was the fact that Kanye West has been found. (laughs) Yes, you were very concerned. I was. You know, depression and bipolar disorder is real. So Uh he was really riding that manic wave. And yeah, when he was lost, I swear there was a real possibility that he might have done something awful to himself. Uh Which he might have done, depending on the quality of this new marriage he's apparently wrapped up in. Yeah, so he just, like, eloped with this girl? Yeah. Mm. She's bad, but, you know, that's Kanye. He can't just be with a regular chick. Like that's, <laughs> when he needs a rebound chick, he goes all in. I mean, at the start of a year, it's always nice to just have a refresh. I just There's a lot of things that I want to get done this year, and so I'm excited about pursuing that. January can be a weird year because, you know, I've been, I've been hitting the gym all year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Been going to church all year. Yeah. And it's like January is this weird time where just these new motherfuckers just came up in here trying to have a new start. <laughs> all the fucking lockers are full and shit. The goddamn parking lot in front of the gym is more full than it was all year long. Just waiting for March. <laughs> so people can renege on all these fucking fitness resolutions. You think they'll make it to March? I don't know what the average is. Was I, I being too... Am I, am I, I being know. too conservative i mean i think anybody you anybody can do anything for 30 days i think you know oh 30 days is usually the cutoff point i don't know i heard somewhere where it's like the first three of anything is is the hard so the first three days are hard if you mm-hmm. get past those and the first three weeks yes first three weeks first three months yeah. and so i'm like the first three months is like that's when you know you're hardcore when yeah. you got past that point so yeah i'm, I'm expecting folks to start mm-hmm. dropping off okay but there's a lot of dumb shit that's happening in the gym. You know, like people just haven't been in there for a while, don't mm-hmm. know how to use the fucking equipment and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there's like like guys that just don't understand the fucking etiquette. You know where the like the dumbbells are placed. They're yes. usually on these long like rows mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I really hate it when somebody's like doing their workout right in front of the fucking weights. Like, oh, yeah. So you can't get to them. You can't get to them. And I'm like, and, and sometimes they'll leave a little bit of room, just mm-hmm. enough room for your ass to gently glaze their <laughs> nose <laughs> while they're doing their fucking bicep curls. And you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to get your 50 pounders. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I don't know. You must, you must have a fetish, a sweaty butt fetish <laughs> to be this close. Right. Like, come on. Yeah, there's also some other shit that be happening, like people in the leaving shit in the lockers that don't belong there, like mm-hmm. and and then they don't lock them up. Yeah. Which it's a fairly safe neighborhood, but you can't just be putting your car keys in your wallet <laughs> in the fucking locker and then right. not locking it. Like it, no. you know, they, there's jewelry up in there. You know, I'm, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Not thinking at all whatsoever. And you got people coming in the gym like. They, they be having jeans on and shit or like <laughs> this is totally inappropriate <laughs> like like you know yes flip-flops right <laughs> like just having just bringing their book bag and just putting that shit on the side like motherfucker this is against the rules man so anyway i'll be glad when shit gets back to normal in march the other thing i started doing was getting into getting into this multi-orgasmic stuff again you guys might have 
Remember that I talked a lot about the multi-orgasmic man, but it's a book that talks about how we are capable of having these non-ejaculatory orgasms. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in addition to like kind of reducing my porn viewing watching, which Mm -hmm. strangely enough has been really simple. Yeah. You know, I've been like, okay, well, let me just stay away from the ejaculatory orgasms. And so... It's weird how my body just tapped into it so naturally, like right, I, yeah. like it just remembered, like oh yeah, we used to do this, like back when we had that resolution last year, <laughs> yeah. and then and then March rolled around and we stopped doing it. <laughs> uh, so me and you were 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 just doing it up last night. Yeah. You know what I mean? We put the music on and you, you know I had candle. some candles. <laughs> you lit a can- it. It was a scented candle yes, though. Yes. I didn't smell anything. No, I didn't I don't, know. I don't think it worked. I got it from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, but it created a nice little ambiance. So we're doing our thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going long because mm-hmm. I'm pausing. You know, I'm 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 a, I'm preventing myself from doing the ejaculatory thing. Yeah. And you had commented on it this morning. You were like, yo, were you distracted? You kept fucking skipping the record, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would find your rhythm and you would just pause. Is yeah. it, did I describe that right? Yes. Yes. But that's what was happening. But unfortunately, I think I did it a little too well because I could not bust a nut <laughs> last night. I, I, I was like, come on. <laughs> and then it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, let's forget it. I tried to get some lube. But it just, uh, and I was like, let's just go to sleep. Let's, just, let's, let, let's let it go. Yeah. So anyway, 2023 got, got major hopes for this year. But um before we got into the year, we got a bunch of DMs and responses to a few questions. And I thought instead of sort of going through our usual format where we have a specific topic that mm-hmm. we talk about, I wanted to reflect on some of the things people mentioned that they yeah. wanted to leave in 2022. Because some of these were good and I was like thinking about them. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, hold on. I don't. At first, I was like, I, I just agreed with all of them. And mm-hmm. then, and then I stepped back and I was like, wait a minute, there's a little bit of a nuance to some of these. And this could actually lead to some really good discussion. So, um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to start off uh, talking about that. So, we did have a question that you posted on Instagram. Yes. And the question was like, what should we leave in 20? What should be left in 2022? Right. The first one. So, Free Vixen says, slut or kink shaming? So, what is slut and kink shaming? Well, I think it's like talking bad about or trying to embarrass somebody over something that they enjoy that gets them off. So, somebody likes anal, like talking badly about that, badly about their enjoyment of that activity. It can it can be like you don't have to want to engage in every type of sexual activity, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong or that you you can make fun of essentially make fun of someone for enjoying it. Do you think that kink or slut shaming is getting better or getting worse? I actually think it's getting worse, (laughs) to Mm -hmm. be honest. I think we're in a period of like extremes, like the pendulum has switched slung to the extremes of either you are a part of this kind of purity culture or you're the devil and the demise of everything that's coming, coming down. And so we do have people who are individuals who are engaging in alternative lifestyles and that's becoming more public. And the sum of the response to that, I think is a lot of slut and kink shaming mm-hmm. we had started listening to i think we may mention this before but there's this influencer her name is kendra mm-hmm. and she has a like this dating show that people can call in on instagram or facebook or whatever but she talks to people who are looking for partners mm-hmm. and she asks them to be really open about who they are and the kind of partners that they're looking for. And it's a really open and authentic show. But there was a guest on there that you all may know. It's Parrish. But if you know anything about her, you know, she is a self-proclaimed sex goddess and she she teaches people she does and she teaches people how to manifest through masturbation 
Now, when you hear, when people hear that, they're going to be like, the fuck? What you, what you mean? That's through masturbation. Like, it's very different. So it's something that you haven't heard before. But when she talks about how she came to this place of doing that and what she does, how she helps people, it's like, okay, like, it may not be for me, but I get it. She was talking with Kendra about this, and I wouldn't say it was going as far as slut shaming how Kendra was responding to her. Do you remember what the response was? Was it kind of like shock and awe and like ooh, like it was? was it it was yeah, it was it was shock and awe, and it was like oh, I I couldn't that couldn't be me, and and lots of laughing and giggling and Mm -hmm. like. And even something that Parrish commented on and th- they had bad internet connection and Parrish got cut off. And while she had dropped off, like Kendra was like smudging her area with sage. And when Parrish came back on, apparently she was able to see that part. And she was, Parrish was, she was like, I understand where you're coming from because a lot of people are in that place, but there is nothing demonic or evil about me. There's nothing that you need mm-hmm, to cleanse mm-hmm. the air from what I'm doing. Like I come from a place of light and and love and compassion and trying to bestow that upon you. Whether or not you understood it or you agreed with it or it would be something that you wanted to do, that doesn't mean that you make fun of this person. You touched on an example on where it can come from other women, right? Oftentimes it comes from women. The shaming, I would say, is more severe Mm -hmm. from women than it is from men. I think from the kind of slut shaming I see from men mm-hmm. is really the folks who, and this has been like prolific on online for a while now, and I think it's just gotten more intensified, but sort of coming from the MGTOW, the so-called male, yeah, the red pill, there we go. Um, but a lot of talk about, you know, the dangers of female sexual liberation mm-hmm. and, you know, hookup culture being a phenomenon of sexual uh, liberation and the dying family as being part of that. And so the one of the people that I think of is Andrew, what is his name? Andrew Tate, Tate mm-hmm. right? He's been one of the, like, one of these voices out there. It's so fucking ironic. Like, sometimes I really think we're living in assimilation here because you got this guy um, who came down pretty hard on a lot of OnlyFans girls, women who had these OnlyFans accounts. And he's talked about how, you know, women need to be and, you know, this idea about, you know, women who don't have high body counts as being somewhat high value or something like that and he's been arrested for human trafficking yeah and that's his business though <laughs> like like I'm, I'm really confused because that's why I was just sitting here silently because you know I'm not in that space I, I know very little about um, Andrew Tate but the, the one thing I read was like how he came how he got his money and how he came to be somewhat infamous was like he he has a webcam site. <laughs> <laughs> so like how how what? So you're just mad because they not paying you? No, I mean he was getting. See, the thing is, he like, was he, like I'm saying he's mad at the girls on OnlyFans because they not like going through him. <laughs> like you know. <laughs> I mean, he he is definitely a disgusting, he, he, a disgusting, terrible human being. There are a lot of men with a mic out there mm-hmm. who are who aren't comfortable mm-hmm. uh, with with women engaging in kink or even talking about it or uh, engaging in sex. You know, just you know, sort of living their lives. You know, yeah. um, and so I think there are a lot of people who feel threatened by that. Now, one thing I will say. I actually wrote this down that I think a, a lot of people secretly wish swingers dead. Mm. Um, and the, <laughs> I know that's pretty dramatic, mm. but there are a lot of people who just can't, can't stand the idea that we're just out here like having fun and just doing these things that are just so evil. And but so, my thing is, like, you know, if, like, if we're not bothering you, like, why, why do you care? Like, we're not, we, nothing that we're doing is affecting what is happening in your life. 
So why do you care? Can I ask you an honest question? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what if, so let's say, um, let's say somebody like Kim Kardashian wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. I want you to just sit with that for a second. Just know. The the high, highly unlikeliness. Of yeah, that. well, just, I know the it's high highly unlikely, unlikely mm-hmm. but if she won, if she won the Nobel Peace Prize, mm-hmm. how would you feel about that? I would have lots of questions. <laughs> I, I would have lots of questions. Now, if after those questions, I did some research and it was like, oh, yeah, all of this bullshit was a front. And she was really I mean, she's she has positioned herself to do some social justice things occasionally which may or may not have been for pr but (laughs) if she was really out here you know in the trenches fighting i'm like oh i guess but it would be weird but i wouldn't be like kim kardashian needs to die like (laughs) (laughs) like why would they let this happen you know (laughs) because that sex video was released purposely we found that out recently Mm -hmm. right her and ray j and it's like Bitch, like I feel so betrayed. Like I, I thought you wanted to keep it secret, and it's just oh, I, I you really, <laughs> I did not feel betrayed at you, all. You, I was just like, oh, okay. Like I thought we all knew this, yeah. And so now this is just officially, officially verified. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. No, the reason why I bring up that example is because I think in some ways the public has a narrative. We as a civilization have a narrative around what justice is supposed to look like for people who are just going against the grain, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so, for example, if somebody is out in the streets hustling crack, right, (laughs) or or hustling crystal meth, we expect them to live a life of misery, violence, and prison and death, right? That's how that's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to make a lot of money, but they're supposed to, you know, face some real consequences. Like Kim Kardashian, she's famous, she's beautiful, and she got this fucking sex tape out there so her being given an award that wouldn't make any sense it's it, mm-hmm. it makes more sense for her to be ridiculed and criticized and made fun of because she's out here clapping cheeks on camera which she is <laughs> i mean i mean she is being ridiculed and made fun of and criticized you know all those things happen right that it's sort of again it's sort of with the script yeah and so sometimes i think when it comes to you know quote unquote sluts or just people who engage in like you know, sexual liberation sex positivity or whatever Mm -hmm. there is a i think there's a narrative for a lot of people that oh if you're engaging in those things you are not deserving of honor in Mm -hmm. fact you know you're because you're getting all these rewards you're getting pleasure you're 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 just having a good time you're over here busting nuts all the time like why are you mad at me because you miserable that's the perfect reason to be mad at you. Yes, I'm miserable. I'm I'm over here. But that fucking, ain't got nothing to do with I'm, me. I'm, sm- I'm having the same boring ass sex week after week. My Dang, pastor says. To do with me. My pastor and my priest says I'm doing the right thing and I'm going <laughs> to see the promised land because my dick is soft as hell every day and I'm just I'm just not out here slinging dick. But you out here <laughs> slinging dick. You live in life. No, you should suffer, nigga. Like this is not fair. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, yo. I'm keeping it real. If you believe in some higher power and you are a follower of some kind of faith and your faith leader tells you that sex within your marriage is intended to be boring, you need to find a new faith leader because they are lying to you. They're lying to you. Uh Uh-huh. God did not intend sex to be boring. If it was intended to be boring, we wouldn't have clits. <laughs> you you know, like, come on now. There would not be pleasurable sensation if it was yes. intended to be boring. Right. Like, why is anal sex a thing? Like, like, why would God do that? Right. He... <laughs> come on now. Why would he... <laughs> Why would the why would the anal orgasm be be possible? Mm-hmm. You know, God wanted us to have fun with it. That's yeah. my belief, within reason, like with all things, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the next one. Swinger Confessions One Hundred One. 
um, says ghosting people. If you are not interested, be an adult and just say no. No one is going to cry in the car. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> okay. Right. I like the just say no part. Mm-hmm. I thought ghosting was a little deeper than just not saying no. I thought ghosting was like about disappearing. Like, what is ghosting? Like, yeah, it, that, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> go, disappearing. Like not and responding. Like, yeah, not responding. Just like, just drop off the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. And apparently there is zombieing too, where they, they just like, like they just pop back up all of a sudden. Anyway. <laughs> like, bitch, I thought you were dead. Like, fuck. <laughs> Like, hey, sorry, I didn't respond to your text from three years ago. The fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Mad rude. Yeah. Bro, I think one of the best skills and habits you could have in the lifestyle is knowing how to appropriately label numbers and names in your phone book Mm -hmm. for that very reason. Mm -hmm. Because, yo. People will, yeah, people will pop up back up. Like, I I showed you maybe a few months ago, like, somebody texted me. It was like, hey, remember me? I have no idea who this is. Right. It's like, bro, even if you gave me your name, that wouldn't yeah. be enough. Like, right. I need, like, I take notes now. Like, I'd be like, yo, so it'd be like, yo, Lisa and Tim met him at Shadows. She really likes her ass tickled. And you know what I mean? Like, little notes like that. You'd be like, oh, I remember Lisa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she into that ass tickling shit. <laughs> but I think ghosting. I feel like that's that's not going to stop because I feel like some people no. have good reasons for ghosting. Like, could you imagine? Like, I what? mean, if you have like, it's one thing. So it's one thing if like you have life circumstances and you just lifestyle is just not on your radar and you met somebody and you just like cannot engage anymore for whatever reason. But especially if you're meeting somebody online, it is very easy to be like, you know what? Thank you. But I just don't think we're a match. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think our styles are aligned. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is something that would work out. But thank you. Um, and it can be more difficult to do that in person, right? Because then you're like you have to reject somebody to their face. That's a lot, or that can be a lot. But I think it's important that you are honest and authentic with folks as much as you can be, and just be like. No, we appreciate it. It's nice talking to you. But I think in terms of our our chemistry, it doesn't seem to be happening here. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I agree with that. Mm -hmm. One thing I will say is I will put the effort, as much effort into my no as you did into your your pursuit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. So... You don't even know this because you don't be checking our our lifestyle pages that much. (laughs) But this is the shit I can't stand. Mm. Um, We always get this from single guys, though. It's always from single guys. (laughs) Sometimes it's from a dude that's part of a relationship. But I know it's from a dude. There's no way a female would do this. Uh Hey. (laughs) That's it? (laughs) (laughs) What y'all doing? (laughs) What y'all into? I like your pictures. (laughs) You're not getting a goddamn thing from me. I'm yeah. not even responding to it. I don't got time. Like, yeah. you clearly cut and pasted that same shit and sent right. it to mad people. No, I'm not putting any time into gently rejecting you. But no, I hear you. Sometimes, like, people are really in pursuit and they're like, they're being really authentic with mm-hmm. it. Like, sometimes if somebody read our profile and actually, right. yes. like, said, hey, I noticed you guys with so and so, or just put our name in the motherfucking <laughs> right. message just to let me know you didn't cut and paste it. Cause sometimes there'll be these elaborate messages but i'm like this could have went to anybody yeah let's be honest about ghosting mm-hmm. sometimes it's just easy oh yeah it's definitely easy it's easy it's lazy most people are fucking lazy yeah and sometimes like even if you do gently let somebody down what if they start asking why mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't ask why <laughs> for your own sake just don't ask why is there anything I can do to change no. your mind? Mm-mm. Like, come on, man. See, I should have ghosted you. Right. <laughs> All right. Next one. So sports sticker one says there is no judgment in the lifestyle. I mean, you're literally judging people all the time. <laughs> like you're, you're well, not necessarily judging them, but you're determining if you're attracted to them, if you're interested, are they somebody that you have chemistry with? So, I mean, yes, to say that there's no judgment in the lifestyle. I mean, there, there are people who will just fuck anybody at any time, but that is definitely not an accurate statement. 
So, yeah. So, basically, again, like, something to leave in 2022 is suggesting that there's no judgment in the lifestyle. I really liked this one. Mm -hmm. I think there's a subtle difference between judgment and preference, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you might have preferences for certain things, um, or you might have preferences uh, that exclude certain things, but that doesn't mean you judge those things. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you happen to like tall guys... Right. Mm. Um, you're not looking at short guys and making a judgment about them. No. It's just not your thing. Right. I think there's definitely a lot of superficial preferences in mm-hmm. the lifestyle, very surface level preferences, because I've seen some guys that just look really good. Some women that look really good and have shit personalities, but that shit didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not shit personalities. I should say no personalities at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that shit did not matter. Like once people had enough liquor in them and they were in that playroom, <laughs> to, nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. One thing that it did have me thinking about mm. was like, what are some things that are not judged in the lifestyle, but would be judged elsewhere? Because I think when people say there's no judgment in the lifestyle, these are the things they're talking about. Mm. One thing is expectations between sexuality and age mm-hmm. do you think that's true that that's not really a judgment in a lifestyle because so i fuck old dudes so yeah and older women can be sexual mm-hmm. in the lifestyle i don't think there's many other contexts in which mm-hmm. that's the case yeah like society still really heavily discriminates against Older people mm-hmm. who even remotely right. express verbally or physically an interest in sex, unless they're educating you. That's when it's allowed. Like you know, old people can talk about, you know, um, uh, uh, sex in somewhat of a humorous way, but like, yeah, a woman like dressed uh, like a 80, 65 year old woman coming into a club, like super sexy, like mm. with her cleavage popping, like, no. Girl, you should be ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. Too old for that sex shit. <laughs> so that's one thing I feel like the lifestyle does not judge people mm-hmm. on. You can be older or as young as you can be, as long as you're an adult, mm-hmm. uh, and you can wear whatever you want. Um, so I think that goes wearing revealing clothing in the lifestyle, expressing your sexuality in the lifestyle. I don't think these things are judged. And, of course, being interested in multiple partners or just being straight up a freak. Like, that's, that's well, stuff I don't feel like is, is judged. But yeah, do you I feel would, differently? The only one I would say is bi men are definitely judged in a lifestyle. Oh, shit. Yeah. True. <laughs> Damn. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is a judgment that goes beyond preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lifestyle is... Still somewhat, um, still somewhat homophobic. Although I'm seeing signs that that is changing a bit. Mm-hmm. So um, I know at the last podcast of Palooza, for example, mm-hmm. uh, there was a s- couple of lesbian couples. There were definitely some some alternative lifestyle sexualities, folks that were non-binary, and that was new mm-hmm. and. Honestly, it felt no different from any other Mm -hmm. lifestyle event. So, what is judged in the lifestyle that isn't judged elsewhere? So, this was a question I had pondered, and I don't know the answer to it. I don't know if there's one example that I could think of right now. Can you? Mm -hmm. I would throw that out to the audience. Is there something that's judged in the LS, like something that's judged more harshly, that isn't quite judged elsewhere in the same way? And... The only thing I could possibly think of is just rude behavior, maybe, or somebody who is like, I don't know, not friendly. I don't know. Mm. I feel like when we go to lifestyle settings and we see a couple or individual just being really standoffish, it's sort of that that might be judged a little bit more harshly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in in a lifestyle setting than it is in a a vanilla setting. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'd be interested to hear what other people have to say about that. Let's move on to the next one. So what else should we be leaving in 2022? Keep on pushing 26 says all inhibitions. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think I think you need to think about what your what in, inhibitions you want to release and let go of. Um, 
there are definitely some inhibitions we need. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about, I don't know about that. I think Mm -hmm. in principle, yes. In practicality, no. Yo, some inhibitions are necessary. Right. Like sometimes you got to really show restraint. Yeah. Uh, there was there's this book that I'm reading right now about like BDSM culture, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll talk a little bit about it in a moment. But there is so much shit you got to pay attention to. There's so much restraint you have to show. Like even when it comes to something like consent, and I'm not suggesting that releasing all hib- inhibitions means you should just be grabbing a bitch up and pulling a panty to the side. Regardless of what she says, but there is, uh, there's a lot of restraint that you need when, when you're engaging in sex positive spaces, mm-hmm. because the reality is that it's really important for people to feel safe. Yeah. So I think when it comes to inhibitions that have more to do with like fear or, or some kind of like internalized concern or anxiety around people seeing who you are. Mm-hmm. That kind of inhibition, I think, is the is the yeah. kind of inhibition we should be we should be challenging. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, there's just ugh, there's just so much to think about in terms of in terms of just the restraint part of it. I think. Yeah. All right. So, what else should be left in 2022? Uh, swinging down under said racist fucking party things. Which, yes, obviously. <laughs> so racist party themes. I think the last one I saw was like a Native American oh, themed party. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I can't remember what the title was, but I remember seeing the art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I guess sometimes indigenous populations, it could be it could be somewhat tough to see if they're actually on the art or not. You know, like sometimes you can't tell what what people identify as, mm-hmm. especially if they're like, I'm half indigenous and half white. So mm-hmm. it's OK. But you see the poster art and it has, you know. People who look very white mm-hmm. in all of this Indian, uh, Native American, I should say, like regalia, regalia, mm-hmm. and it's just come on, bro. Even like the Redskins changed their name. It's over. Right. It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's just like why? Why? And who? You just really. I think you really have to be living in your bubble to like put stuff out there. Absolutely. And think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like a horror movie villain that just keeps coming back for more. I guess similar <laughs> to your zombie yeah. uh, or from earlier. The um the one thing that I was thinking about mm. was like, you know, we Black Panther fans up in here. Yeah. Like we saw Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, what if we threw a Black Panther Wakanda forever themed party? Mm. Would we be inviting Somebody to come up in there with fucking shoe polish on their face trying to be M'Baku? <laughs> I would hope that somebody would know better <laughs> than that. Like, you know, especially like that. These are black people, but they're f- fictitious characters. But you can rep the, represent the character without without putting on blackface, right? So if you came in there with like, you know, some fur shit around your neck and a carrot in your hand and a little loincloth, I'd be like, oh, M'Baku, I got it. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you have to have blackface. Like, even though the character is black, like, you can still dress up as a character without offending. For real, <laughs> you people. do not have to change. Like, you can wear the Black Panther suit without <laughs> blackface. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know how, like, it's really screwed up. Like, I mean, you know, some, some of my, some of my Caucasian brothers and sisters out there, I don't know what the (laughs) fuck is going on with some of (laughs) y'all because there's no excuse for this shit. You know, the blackface thing, because the, the reality is any Halloween party, Mm -hmm. black kids and black adults have been dressing like white characters. Mm For decades. Mm -hmm. Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, although he doesn't really have to take off his mask, so maybe that didn't count. Um, But could you imagine if there was no time? Like, there isn't white face. No. (laughs) Because we're not fucking dumb. Like, (laughs) that's not a thing. Okay? Right. Could you imagine? I want to be Superman for Halloween. You know, give, give me some of that baby powder. To <laughs> <laughs> Looking like ashy Superman, mm-hmm. yo. No, we don't need it. You don't need it. Mm-mm. All right. 
I think I had said something about the stigma and shame of the lifestyle being something that we leave in 2022, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling the love right now. <laughs> I'm really not. I feel like poly, polyamorous folks. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're feeling the love. Yeah. Like the world is becoming much more accepting of poly. Um, even the definition is getting challenged a little bit. The but definition I, of poly is getting challenged? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like just, you know, folks assuming assuming that it's about love, right? Oh. Uh-huh. It's, it's not always about love. Sometimes it's not necessarily about intimacy <laughs> in the same way that swinging is often not associated with intimacy. Uh-huh. Um, but oftentimes polyamorous couples can blossom or polyamorous relationships can blossom out of a swinging dynamic. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like some folks out there are just sort of keeping us at arm's distance, even if they sneak into the occasional swingers club every Mm -hmm. now and again. Uh, So there are a lot of statistics that are showing that it's becoming much more popular or accepted. But I just wanted to say that I hope 20, I I hope at the very least in 2023, Mm -hmm. Folks that are engaged in ethical non-monogamy outside of swinging will be able to voice as passionately as they for their own relationship structures or whatever. Um, and this isn't true for everybody, but I think, you know, you need to you need to accept that you need people like us. You need if you if you're poly, <laughs> you need swingers. You need us. All right. Okay, we're, we we are usually the ones that are keeping these sex clubs going. Okay, mm-hmm. these hotel takeovers. We know y'all be going to them shits. <laughs> we know it. We know motherfuckers who are poly. Yeah, I know it's all about love and boyfriends and shit. But occasionally you want a fucking orgy with some strangers. <laughs> okay, swingers supply that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just I just I just wanted to say that you know it's it's all love, right? Ethical nomina. We need to come together. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like not only do we get shamed, and so my swing is here, we get shamed by monogamous folks. We also get shamed by the poly folks too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean polyamorous folks, folks who po- practice polyandry and 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 polygamy and and you know all of that shit. Like y'all be coming to these swingers clubs, man. I be seeing y'all. <laughs> Okay, don't 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 look don't look down on us. You need us, alright? We can work together. <laughs> hey yo, what the fuck? You ready for some Facebook fuck shit? My wife and I are divorcing because I got her frenemy pregnant. Wife agreed I could live in the basement until I find a place. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Frenemy? First of all, the I don't know how old these people are, but they too fucking old. She's too fucking old to have a friend of me. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So this is a woman who wrote this? No, this is a man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, all right, all right. Friend of me. Okay. Yeah. This dick is living the wild side. Right. All right, let's go. So wife agreed I can live in the basement until I find a place. The walls are thin. I hear her with her male friend, and she has never been that wild and loud with me. <laughs> I'm dying inside. What do I do? Nigga, get out. Move. What do you mean? What do you do? Leave. (laughs) She finally had enough reason to get rid of your ass. (laughs) And now she's getting dicked down like she wants to be. Like, go. (laughs) Nigga, like, I'd rather live in a halfway house. (laughs) Like this so much shit i'd rather be doing or be at like oh but you know what that is some petty shit though like you're like okay whatever you can live in the basement but just know i'm gonna be fucking niggas and fucking them so loud that like you're rocking down in the basement (laughs) so i know there are some cuckolds that are listening to this right now (laughs) that are like this nigga's in heaven what the hell is he complaining about Because this this sounds like some cuckold shit. Yeah. But I'm gonna be honest. So so just be honest with me, Bell. I think that I'm, I'm sort of trying to put myself in her position. Uh-huh. There is something extremely erotic about 
my man fucked up i put him in the basement mm-hmm. and now i'm getting i'm getting smashed by some other dude mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna first of all it's gonna turn me on more mm-hmm. and i'm gonna make sure this nigga hears it right like yeah. th- that's and it, it probably turns her on more mm-hmm. the fact that he could hear it yes and it's agonizing for him yeah. yes mm-hmm. would that so outside of like the agonizing part would it turn you on to have sex with another guy mm-hmm. knowing that I can hear you in another room? Does that do anything for you at all? I don't know. I, I just have never thought about it. Um, but possibly, yeah. Yeah, because I am I get turned on by the idea of just hearing two people having like really intense orgasmic sex Mm -hmm. and i can hear the bed and i can hear them moaning and i could hear the smacks but i can't i can't see them Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is about that i don't know it's like when your mind has to picture fill in the blanks Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just i think it's that process like my mind can just put up all kinds of images or conjure all kinds of images about what could be going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I that's but but if it's agonizing <laughs> like this is the shit that can make people homicidal. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying, yeah. But that's what happens when you fuck a frenemy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the frenemy was a frenemy because he fucked her or she was a frenemy before that. No, I think he was a friend of me before that. Yeah, that pro- that's probably what turned him on about the affair. Mm. Like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm smashing her fucking op, you know. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I guess the advice was to just him to just move in with his with his mom or or the friend of me like why would you you have she having your baby like why aren't you over there? <laughs> oh, I forgot he got the chick pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, he should. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the friend of me got a man too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh my god like okay. he was her snot side nigga yeah right wow there's a lot of there's a lot of dudes walking around here like that <laughs> okay you are listening to the black and kinky lifestyle podcast hey it's all you sexy listeners out there i know y'all just loving this episode but if you have been tuning in monthly to hear bomber and bell you have to check them out on patreon Every week, they upload more steamy details of their play sessions, hilarious stories, and erotic private photos. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate at least $2 a month to get exclusive access. Hope to see you there. Great Facebook fuck shit. I just wanted to talk about a few books that I'm reading. So I think I think I can make it to 100 books this year. I believe it. Because I've been running through, because the world just made it so easy to just consume books. You yeah. can read them, you can have them on your Kindle, you can have them on your phone, you can, you can, there's audiobooks and an audiobook, like the longest audiobook I've, I've listened to took about four hours for me to get through. Mm. And you'd be amazed just listening to audiobooks, how many you can get through in a yeah, week. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, number one book that I would recommend if you don't take any of my other recommendations is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Mason. So this book, or Mike Masson, I don't know. Hmm. So this book is dope. Don't be fooled by the title. It is not one of these books that's just like, yo, nothing matters. It's really not one of those books. It actually talks about what really does matter. One of the reasons why I recommend the book is because you could just search this on Spotify. Apparently, it's free on Spotify. Mm. And it is one of the most pleasant audiobook listening experiences that I've ever had. Because not only is the narrator just really good at reading this book, but there's also a piano playing in the background that's very hypnotic. It's impossible to ignore. Um, so you will just, you will absorb the information of this book. So I do suggest that people right now go on Spotify, put that shit on your playlist and just 
have it as a track that you're listening to, you know, listen to an hour a day or listen to 30 minutes. It does not matter. I promise you will love this book. And for some of you, it will, it will be really helpful for some of the struggles that you're dealing with. The other book that I would recommend is The Ethical Slut. Also, Ethical Slut by Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. I think this book is also available on Spotify chapter by chapter. So again, if you have Spotify, pretty, it's free. You can just listen to it there. Not the most pleasant audiobook listening experience. This is a book I'd actually recommend people read on their own without the audio. There's also The Heart of Dominance. So I had posted these two books on Instagram and um, Twitter, I think. But The Heart of Dominance is by Anton Fullman, and it's an introduction it's an introduction for new DOMs or DOMs that are interested, or just people that are just interested in the BDSM space. <clears throat> But it just, it's, it's really good. Like I've learned a lot about this book, but I think even though the book is sort of dominant focused, it talks a lot about consent. It talks a lot about just, it talks a lot about submissives as well and sort of the expectations around submission and dominance. So I do recommend that people check that out. Now that, from what I know, may not necessarily be available on audiobooks, but it is available on Kindle, and you could also get the paperback. It's not a book that will break the bank. So those are my recommendations. I'll probably have a bunch more recommendations next month, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Not all books are created equal. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay. We got a question from a listener, and this is from A, and the subject line is lifestyle advice needed. I am a black woman in my early 50s and inexperienced. I didn't care much about it for a long time, but earlier this year, the menopause fairy stopped by with a special gift, a hormonal shift that increased my testosterone levels. I spent about five months feeling like a 14-year-old boy trapped in the body of a middle-aged woman. It was fun, but it would have been even better with a partner. It made me realize that my great life could be even better with the addition of physical pleasure. Why am I asking you? I thought about the factors required to make an encounter as safe and pleasurable as possible and decided that I needed a partner who understands and respects consent and boundaries and maintains his health, his sexual health, frankly tests for STDs, STIs, wears condoms without protest and respects women protecting her sexual health and seeks pleasure for his partner and himself. I might be wrong, but I think those qualities are more common valued and expected within the lifestyle community. The chances of encountering this man in the wild is not likely. Even young black women have a hit or miss experience with finding black men on dating apps. So I don't expect that avenue to be ideal, even though I'm trying. Because of that, I'm identifying other paths to the experience I want as, as a starting point. Yes, you can laugh with me at the thought of someone with no experience deciding that she should hit up the swingers for this great adventure. Is it realistic to think that there might be a black man within the lifestyle who would welcome this interaction? Are there apps that are better for finding black men in the lifestyle or is this a bad idea? I'm specifying men because despite my inexperience, I know I am not attracted to women. I know this I know this is a couple's world and I know that my age is a complicating factor and that I can't expect to just show up at a club or a party and be anyone's first choice. Is this idea a waste of time or could it be worth a try? Are you too busy laughing to respond? (laughs) (laughs) Is it the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Ultimately, I know you all can do. I know all you can do is give your opinion. I just wanted some informed insight before doing anything. Thanks for taking the time to read this. If you have any questions for me, please ask. Look forward to hearing from you, even if it's just LOL. Sorry, sis. (laughs) Oh, this is sweet. I don't think it's crazy or like silly. I think you would do better than she. I mean, I don't know what you look like, but I think you would be more well received than you think you would as a single woman in the lifestyle. And so I would say just get out there (laughs) and see what the experience is like. I think there 
as a single woman in the lifestyle, you could you'll have other opportunity to meet other single women in the lifestyle and and see what their experience is, how they operate. Oftentimes we see that single women do make friends or have relationships, situationships with other single men in the lifestyle where they may not be necessarily in a romantic relationship, but they do have some kind of partnership so that they can engage each other and the lifestyle together because while it's not while the lifestyle is not exclusive to couples, it is marketed to couples and a lot of events and activities are structured around couples. And so, yeah, it can be more, it can be helpful to have a male counterpart to go with you. I would say in terms of understanding consent and boundaries and sexual health and all of that, Yes, it is more more likely that a man in the lifestyle would be more attuned to that, more aware and up to speed on those things, but still ask questions. <laughs> still do your due diligence because, you know, everybody still is, does not get it all the way right all the time. So I would say that. And yeah, and I would say just start exploring like, what what you think you may be into what you're you want to try and as you explore your sexuality i would say there is no one site for black men specifically or maybe there is in the queen of spades community i don't know (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i would say look at what i don't know what area you're in but there are lifestyle sites that are more are used more in certain areas of the country but I'm excited for you. I think it's definitely a worth a try and not a waste of your time. And yeah, the girlies are out here struggling on Match and Bumble and Hinge. Hell so yeah, it's rough out there. <laughs> so I, I would say this is a good approach. At least there is a higher probability that you'll get fucked. Even if you might not find a relationship, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you'll at least get to have some decent sex, perhaps. I mean, is the goal to find a intimate partner here like somebody who's going to be like a boyfriend or something like that or is this about having a lifestyle partner that will join you in this journey because i think there's somewhat of a spectrum there Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and depending on how the range of different kinds of partners you're willing to have this, I don't think this is going to be difficult for you. I don't think it's, it was a laughing thing. So, I mean, what was your impression that this, that she was looking for like a boyfriend or that she was looking for a lifestyle more like friend or something like that? I, I was thinking more of a lifestyle friend. Yeah. That's what I was thinking to have, have that person that one for, like she said, for protection, for kind of a home base, which we've talked about mm-hmm. as she's exploring the lifestyle as she's exploring sexual experiences so that she's just not out here on her own. Right. So one thing I'll say, understanding that we are not in this situation, so we don't Mm -hmm. have direct experience here. So we're just going by what we've observed. And the one thing that I would keep in mind is that there are plenty of men who are also looking for a lifestyle friend. Uh, yeah. Because they're maybe for different reasons, but they're experiencing some problems in another area. Like they may not be able to get into a party because they are a single male and they're fine. They might be nice guys, but it would just be easier for them to access if they had a friend and that would join them. Also, I mean, you just having a lifestyle friend would be great. Finding a couple. Sometimes the ideal situation for us is to find a couple that's not exactly a couple. That's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) two single people that are Mm -hmm. friends. I think it's important to understand what it is that you want because there are some nuances there, right? So there's the lifestyle friend that may just join you for a lifestyle event that you're going to. And maybe that's the extent of your relationship that occasionally when there is an event, you can call on each other and say, Hey, I'm interested in going to this thing. Can you, you want to join me? Mm -hmm. And then that could be the extent of your, um, 
of your relationship with that person. But you can take it a step further, I think, and just be really open and honest about some of the expectations you have of this person while you're at events. So that would be like maybe another level of intimacy and trust that you'd have to build. So Mm -hmm. like you make an agreement that if you go into an event together, you leave together or you make sure to look out for each other or check in or something like that. And so I think that might get a little tricky sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know of one couple that has this dynamic. They go to events as a couple together, but they are not a couple at all. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll they'll split off, but they are often together. We've saw them on cruises together. We've seen them at couples only parties together. And then we've seen them single at a few events. Mm-hmm. But like it, just the, the cruise example, mm-hmm. there's some cruises that will not allow singles on at yeah. all. Yeah. And so this friend would be a good route to, to those events. So mm-hmm. one, I, I don't think there are going to be some trial and errors. In the meantime, though, in the pursuit of that guy, even though you're not interested in a girlfriend or a woman, if you could find a woman that could be your right hand, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen women single women come in as as a dyad they're not in a relationship Mm -hmm. rarely do i see women just coming in these parties alone like usually they'll come in with another friend or something Mm -hmm. that they might have just a friend that you trust that you're just like yo i'm going to the sex party just come with me a lot of friends will be like you're going to a sex party i always wanted to go to one of those yeah and they just come along i've seen that happen a lot Mm -hmm. so I, i say even if you aren't quite interested in engaging with women sexually maybe there's a woman that could be your friend in this pursuit of a potential male LS friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very least, it'll expand your opportunities for meeting folks outside of the insanity that can be online dating. Yeah. All right. That was a good question. Thank you for sending that yeah, in. It was. It's time for the hit list. So my hit list target this month is actually Lori Harvey. And and shout out, it's still January. Happy birthday to her. But she's just a badass bitch doing bad things. <laughs> and I just, I appreciate her. Like, she's giving these dudes no grace. She is living her best life. And I love that for her. <laughs> Lori Harvey is the daughter of Marjorie Harvey. Harvey, Steve Harvey is not her daddy. She doesn't have the mustache. <laughs> she does not have the mustache. So Marjorie Harvey has tried to scrub her background but has not been able to do that. So Marjorie Harvey used to be married to a drug kingpin who is allegedly Lori's father. Or maybe not because Marjorie also slept with the dude's brother. That's Damn. a whole other story. Yeah. And somehow lived to survive that and then you married a millionaire. De- you think she deserves to get slut shamed? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. She's doing the damn thing too. She's living her best life too. Um, but yeah, she's a model. What I learned when I was looking her up is actually she was like into competitive equestrian sports. But got injured. She was looking to be an Olympic contender and with equestrian sports. That's horses. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very interesting. But now she's a model and she's dating all the hot black dudes in Hollywood. <laughs> That's basically what she's known for. So right now she's currently with Damson Idris. Damson um, Idris from Snowfall. Wait a minute. This is the chick that said no. To Michael B. Jordan. Okay, that's what you needed to open up here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Michael B. Jordan. Okay, for those of you who don't recall. We don't know exactly what happened. Nah, that nigga said marry me. She was like, I got so many dicks. But he's also fuck. like 20 years older than her. Like, yeah, she's 25. Like, nah, she ain't married. No, she was not marrying him. But yes, that's who I'm, I'm talking about. Yo, we need to forgive these ladies for just saying no. <laughs> yeah. Just saying no. They don't have to say yes every Mm-mm. time somebody, even if the guy is a good guy. Yeah. Like she could say no. Yes, absolutely. One of the worst things you could do in your life is get married when you're not ready. Mm-hmm. So that's my hit list. Yeah, she's a sexy lady. Yes. But she's definitely out here slinging pussy in public. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. But that's, I think there was one, one time I had said early on in a, previous episode about chicks not necessarily getting praise for having a high body count Mm -hmm. and men getting praise for having a high body count and one of the reasons why that is is because prevailing wisdom says that guys have to be good at something in order to get lots of women Mm -hmm. like he asked either either his money has to be straight his game has to be straight his body has to be straight something has to be right Mm -hmm. but a woman if you told me you slept with 80 guys 
I would not assume that you had some skill, <laughs> some special skill or quality that allowed you to do that outside of being able to take 80 dicks. Right. So, <laughs> but Miss Harvey is an interesting case because I'm like, in order for this chick to get these dudes with money to like, not only just smash, like this dude got on one knee. Yeah. Not only that, <laughs> but like they have to sign an NDA. Yes. When they date her, and I think they gotta pay like some money. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> they break up or some shit. It's crazy. She's doing something well. She's doing I don't everything know what well. I don't know what it is, but women need to figure that out. Like she needs to write a book at some point and let chicks know. Because it's not just about opening your legs, right? Right. Not to slut shame, though. Right. Because she might just be a slut, and it's fine. <laughs> All right. Moving on. My hit list target is going to be, I think, it's Sharia Irving. I, I needed to redeem myself a little bit. So she actually plays on this show that we've talked about before on Hulu. It's called Kindred. It's based on a book by Octavia Bl- Butler. And Sharia... She looks different there. Yeah. Yeah. She does. She looks really good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I saw that. Like Sharia Irving plays the mother of the main character in in this show. Mm-hmm. That's about a modern black woman who gets like randomly tr- transported back in time to mm-hmm. the Antebellum South. Yeah. And she finds she finds her mother there mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. And so this woman is supposed to play her mother, which I think is one of the grossest <laughs> miscasts. <laughs> because because her mother looks sexy her mother looks sexy she looks younger than the main actress uh and she's just really really good looking the reason why i say i need to redeem myself from last last episode is because i think my hit list target was really young like really young and this woman's a little older um so yeah graduate from the yale school of drama she was she's been on broadway shows off broadway shows like homegirl could act but she just looks really good i'm looking at her picture now uh and she's reminding me of somebody can you guess who she's reminding me of a little bit Mm -mm. actually i don't want to say it because i don't think she reminds me of a podcaster don't say which podcast though but she reminds me of a podcaster just a little bit there's a little bit of a resemblance there uh but i'm not going to say who it is let me just give a quick shout out to our patrons our new patrons so we got matt professor curious norman mccherry and clutch appreciate y'all for supporting the show thank you happy new year everybody i hope you are enjoying the start through the year i know i'm busy as shit we mm-hmm. over here planning trips and stuff we just <laughs> trying to plan this cruise <sighs> trying to plan this a little lifestyle excursion we might have more to say about in a future episode and yeah big things are happening in 2023 and yeah we hope to meet some of you this year all right y'all peace out Bye. thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show please do check us out on twitter and instagram at black and kinky you can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore Getaways, and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Feel free to email us at black, the letter N, kinky, lifestyle at gmail.com. Bye. Black and Kinky, Black and Kinky, Black and Kinky Lifestyle.